Hi, I want to welcome you to Daily Drive Time Devotions and day three of week 10, which means chapter 48 of the book of Genesis. We've been talking about what dream managers do, and I want to focus today on something else that Jacob did in getting ready for the future and looking forward to the future. In that, we learn something else that dream managers do. Let me begin by reading verses 1 to 4 in chapter 48. Sometime later, Joseph was told, your father is ill. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, along with him. When Jacob was told, your son Joseph has come to you, Israel rallied his strength and sat up on his bed. Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan. And there he blessed me. And he said to me, I'm going to make you fruitful and we will increase your numbers. I will make you a community of peoples. And I will give this land as a, an everlasting possession to your descendants after you. In these verses, the first four verses, we find out what Jacob knows. He knows that there is a promised land. He knows that God is going to make these people fruitful. He's going to increase their numbers. But he has to take that dream and not only look forward to the future in his own mind, but he also has to pass that dream along. And in these verses, he's going to begin to pass that dream along. Looking to the future with your dream, the dream that God's put into your life for ministry, for service, that's one thing. Passing it along to another person, that is quite another. Paul talked to his disciple Timothy about passing on a God-given dream in 2 Timothy chapter 2. In verse 2, he said, And the things that you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. What we learn, we pass along. How do you do that? How do you pass along a God-given dream? This is one of the jobs that God has for Jacob here at the end of his life. We talked about three of them yesterday. Here is the fourth one. He's passing along this God-given dream. How do you do that? There's a number of different ways to pass along a God-given dream. Let me suggest four of them to you. And I want to focus on the fourth one because that's what we see Jacob doing here. You can pass along a God-given dream sometimes by, by teaching. You teach someone else what God has done in your life, either in a Bible study or in a, in a school setting or in a seminar setting or one-on-one. -on -one. You teach one or usually a group of people, here's what God's done in my life. And that is one way to pass the dream from one person to another. It's not the most powerful way, but it's one way. A second way, and it's a little bit more powerful, is by modeling. Not only do you teach somebody else what God has done in your life, but you also model for somebody else what God has done in your life. So this is the way many times that a parent can pass along a God-given dream of loving others, of loving your kids. Not only do you teach your kids about things that they should do, but while you're teaching them, you model for them the kind of love that Christ has for you. Now, you're not a perfect model as a parent or anything else. And there's no such thing in this world except for Jesus Christ. But God can use the ways that you're following him to show others the ways to follow him. So you model the life that Jesus Christ is working in you. As you model the dream that God has put into your life, a dream for growing a ministry, a dream for reaching a country, a dream for making a difference in a community, as you model that dream, as people see how you do it, that's another powerful way, a more powerful way even, to pass along a God-given dream. There's a third way that we do it, and that is through what I would call mentoring. Now you're not just modeling, somebody's looking at you from afar, you're mentoring. They're not only seeing what you're doing and hearing what you're doing and you're teaching, but they're able to sit down and ask you about it and learn from you. This is what Jesus did with his 12 disciples. He mentored them for three years. He said, I want you to come along with me. And he taught them and he 
modeled for them what they were to live out, but he also mentored them. He let them ask questions. He answered their questions. He dealt with their confusion. He helped them walk through life, teaching and modeling and mentoring. That's usually what we think about when we think about passing along a dream, but there is a fourth thing that's vital, and Jacob models it for us here. It is blessing. One of the ways that you pass along a God-given dream is through a blessing. Yeah, it comes through teaching and modeling and mentoring, but also through a blessing. And here in chapter 48, we see the blessing of Ephraim and Manasseh. Let me read for you verses 10 down through verse 14, and then skip through 17 to 22. Let me read this section of scripture for you. Now Israel's, Jacob's eyes were failing because of his old age, and he could hardly see. So Joseph brought his sons close to him, and his father kissed them, and he embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face again, and now God has allowed me to see your children too. And then Joseph removed them from Israel's knees and bowed down with his face to the ground. And Joseph took both of them, Ephraim on his right toward Israel's left hand and Manasseh on his left toward Israel's right hand, and he brought them close to him. But Israel reached out with his right hand and he put it on Ephraim's head, though he was the younger. And crossing his arms, he put his left hand on Manasseh's head, even though Manasseh was the firstborn. When Joseph saw his father placing his right hand on Ephraim's head, he was displeased. So he took hold of his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to him, no, my father, this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He too will become a people. He too will become great. Nevertheless, his younger brother will be greater than he, and his descendants will become a group of nations. And he blessed them that day, and he said, In your name will Israel pronounce his blessing. May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. And so he put Ephraim ahead of Manasseh. And then Israel said to Joseph, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and take you back to the land of your fathers. And to you, as one who is over your brothers, I give the ridge of land I took from the Amorites with my sword and my bow. Here is the blessing in these verses of Ephraim and Manasseh. And here in this blessing, the younger actually receives the greater blessing. This has become a habit in the way that God works in the people of Israel. You remember that Jacob himself had experienced this. He was the younger, but he was blessed above his older brother Esau. And then along comes Joseph, who is one of the youngest brothers. Only Benjamin was younger. But he is blessed in a way that he is raised to a position of authority above his other brothers. So Joseph shouldn't have been surprised, but he was. Because dads always want the oldest son to get the greatest blessing. We've always dreamed of that. But no, that's not what God was about to do. And so Joseph actually crosses his hands, putting his right hand on Ephraim, left hand on Manasseh, giving the greater blessing to the one who's on his right hand. The idea of a blessing being greater there. It's amazing how God works. And I want you to get, we're going to talk about this more tomorrow. I want you to get this idea of God's blessing and how you and I can pass along to someone else. Might be a son, might be a daughter, might be somebody that you've spent a lot of time with in work or in school or a close friend, somebody in your small group. Somebody maybe even that you've just met sometimes. You can pass along a blessing of what you see God doing in their life. Three questions. Number one, to whom do you need to pass on God's blessing? Not just encouragement, hey, you're doing a great job, but a blessing. A blessing is more than encouragement because it includes faith. It includes God. A blessing is a sense of what God is doing 
in that other person's life, what he's doing now, what he's about to do, what he's going to do in the future. I see God working in your life in this way. And that's a great thing to see. When you say that, you are passing along a blessing. Who do you need to pass that blessing on to right now? Maybe it's somebody in your own family. Maybe it's a close friend. Who is it in your life? Let me ask you a second question. For whom do you need to accept God's blessing? That God has decided to bless them. In these verses, it was Ephraim that received the greater blessing, even as it had been Jacob and Joseph. And here's what I want to say to you about this. Don't spend your life fighting the way that God has blessed another person. Just recognize and accept the fact that God's chosen to bless them. And recognize and accept joyously the fact that there is plenty of God's blessing to go around. When you get caught up on the fact that some older brother or sister or younger brother and sister seems to be getting more than you are out of life, and you get bitter about that, you're cutting off God's blessing from your life. Not from their life but from your life. God's chosen to bless them as he's chosen to bless them. And maybe the reason he gave them more financially is because they needed it in order to grow. They needed the more financially in order to recognize they didn't need the more financially. It's not all about what's happening in this world. God's preparing us for eternity, remember. So who who is there in your life? You need to accept God's blessed them. And I accept that. And I'm gonna take joy in that. And now I'm gonna look for how God's blessed me. Who do you need to pass on God's blessing towards? Who do you need to accept the fact that God has blessed them? And then I have a third question, and that is, who do you need to honor in your life? Who is there right now that maybe has blessed you that you need to honor, even as Joseph honored his father Jacob here? Even after he dies, we're going to find he honors his dad. He honors what his dad asks him to do. One of the things that keeps you and I from passing on a dream is not honoring those who pass the dream on to us. When I start feeling like it's all mine, when I start forgetting to honor those who passed a dream on to me, it does something in me. It does something that keeps me from passing it on to other people. I begin to become a jealous person. I begin to become a self-centered, self-focused person. Who is there in your life that you need to honor? Maybe you, you did early, but you haven't for a long time, and you just remind yourself right now, God worked in my life, and I honor that person for it. You're not really a dreamer. Listen. You are not really a dreamer unless you pass it on. Dreams don't end with one generation. We're only here a short time on this planet. All of us need to be part of a God-given dream that outlasts our lives. And that means you're not really a dreamer unless you pass it on. Jesus Christ, thank you for the dream of faith. Thank you for the dream of living out the kind of life that you want us to live. And thank you for the dreams of ministry and building things that you put into our hearts. Lord Jesus, help us to do these things. Help us to bless those who have come into our lives and are living out that very dream that we've had in our hearts. Help us to bless them with a blessing that's full of faith and full of your direction and guidance, full of joy. Instead of thinking the dream is ours, help us to recognize it is yours. And in that, give us the freedom to bless others. Lord, forgive us for sometimes becoming selfish with what is yours, and help us instead to bless others concerning what is yours. Thank you for what you're doing in this world, God, and thanks for letting us in on it. In Jesus' name, amen. Join us tomorrow. We're going to continue to learn about blessings. We're going to learn about faith and consequences in the way that Jacob blesses his sons. (laughs) 